0: there, folks. Rob Hessler here with another episode of Art on the Air, my weekly Savannah morning news. Do Savannah special here at SavannahNow.com in the entertainment section. Thanks for tuning in. Have a really fun, really thoughtful, and really powerful interview lined up this week with Georgia Pierce Weaver. She is an artist who has been creating these what are called stash babies and stash buddies. Now, stash babies are these sort of alien like creatures that have a hidden compartment within where you can hide various things for yourself. And stash buddies are standard stuffed animals that are the same. However, the stash buddies have been reimagined as an aid for young people teens and such, in the LGBTQ community, and in families that are a bit more toxic to act as sort of a safety mechanism for those kids that are in that family and growing up and going through difficult times. So anyway, Georgia talked to us all about that, and it's a really great conversation, really deep stuff. And she even talked to us about some pickles, which you're going to, I think, enjoy. Uh, She comes from Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, and there's a funny little pickle story in there as well. So... Wanted to mention, as always, you can catch past episodes of Art on the Air and my corresponding Art Off the Air column, as well as all of the writing that I do for the Savannah Morning News right here at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section. Last week, my guest was Antonia B. Larkin. Really fantastic conversation about rest and recuperation and the power that lies within those things. And I also wrote a short piece about... Hop Atomica, the new gallery Hop Atomica, and talked with Kip Bradley as well to kind of give all the details about that. So that's really interesting and fun and a good addition to our Savannah art scene. So anyway, let's get into this week's episode. Again, Georgia Pierce Weaver talking all about her stash babies, stash buddies, and some aliens. Enjoy. Rob Hessler and Gretchen Hilmers here with Art on the Air Field Notes. We're speaking by Zoom with Georgia Pierce, and we're going to be talking about, well, a lot of her different projects, but we're really going to be talking about her Alien Stash Jars, and wanted to really quickly mention that if you want to see some of Georgia's work, you can see it at Pierce's Pieces on Instagram, that's P-E-A-R-C-E-S, P-I-E-C-E-S on Instagram. And her Etsy shop is etsy.com shop slash pierces pieces as well. So let's kind of delve right into this, Georgia, because we love your stuff. And you reached out to me. And, and this is the way a lot of the times I connect with other artists is they reach out to me and I see the work and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this stuff. It's really fun. It's weird. It's a little disturbing in some ways and in a good way. I love that about it. So let's take a step back. You've sent me over a bunch of images. We'll share some of these on you know, our social media sites and all. But kind of how does this all get going here? Because and first of all, describe what these are exactly. What, if people have never seen these things, what are you making exactly?
1: Well, I call them my stash babies. They are um, a stuffed animal that I get either donated to me directly from people or I mostly get from thrift stores. Um, and I take... The stuffed animals and I cut their faces off I give them a new face with Sculpey and it's like an alien um so it's got like a bunch of eyes and like a third eye usually and a lot of crystals in the head as well and sometimes for like the teeth and other um parts but and then at the after I do that I'll cut out the butt of the stuffed animal as well and I'll put a mason jar inside of there so that it's like a hidden compartment that you can hide like money or whatever you, you want inside of there yeah. So, okay.
0: So why aliens? I mean, like, where does your love for aliens come from? Because these are, they're fun. Like I said, they're kind of a little yeah. bit crazy, but they're really fun and there's a lot of variety in them and everything like that. But where does your kind of interest in alien stuff come from?
1: Well, I've always been really interested in aliens and I love like conspiracy theories and just like crazy stories. It's just awesome to me. But um, the first thing I ever made out of Sculpey was actually like a trophy alien head. And that started like the alien trend. And then I did an October where I pretty much ended up drawing aliens like the whole month, like every day. It was just like little alien guys. And that kind of developed my like painting. I did a lot of paintings of aliens as well in in college. But the I think the real like root of it all was just wanting to make these faces and wanting to experiment with different eyes I really love whenever eyes are below the nose on a face like that's mm. one of my just favorite things and I think probably that just like a bunch of combination of things and like that aspect really started it. it was just I love when I like the face is really weird looking and um it's just fun and it's it makes you smile to look at it. it's fun to make so that's that's been a lot of the drive for that
0: nice you know I want to ask about that because you mentioned your drawings and I actually think you're drawings paintings so beautiful i mean you know they're really they're they're beautiful beautiful and so it kind of started there so you did you go to college locally did you go to to scad yeah, and I yeah SCAD. so and were you studying like i i noticed that in your tag you've got a illustrator you got illustration in there so is that kind of what your background comes from
1: i actually did painting okay painting and mixed scad yes i graduated last winter quarter so like last springtime
0: Nice. Well, I love the uh, I love the illustrations, and they're I mean they're so beautifully rendered. And there's a really great connection actually between the illustrations, the paintings, and the pieces. Like they they really kind of work together, and you can see some of those, of course, on your on your Etsy site. So the <laughs> I loved how you said how I I cut off the heads and I create this new. Sculpy thing. So, how do you kind of get gather you said you you get donations. You're kind of using like reused materials and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, maybe talk about some of those early donations. Like how did you start to get like, "Hey friends, can you send me <laughs> your animals cuz I'm going to rip off their heads and put alien heads on them instead?" I'm-
1: I really think the donating kind of came later. It was, I was starting off just going to thrift stores a lot, but I've always really wanted to use upcycling in my art. And even when I like painted, I would try to like get trash or like other just weird things to include. And the recycling really started. I worked at Michael's and there's just so much stuff there that would be thrown out or like um, the flowers, especially, they would fall over the floor, the tops of them, and they just get thrown out. So I started collecting those and making little, alien bodies for them and that just like have a full flower on top of an alien and that that was another aspect that really drove the whole alien concept along but it was kind of brought out of that it's like well I can recycle these and use these in my art what's another thing that we can recycle And my mom had a huge has always had a huge part of my art just in general she's so supportive and her and I were kind of brainstorming and it was like I'd already been making just the jars with faces and it went from like, well, how can we take this farther? And I don't know where exactly the stuffed animals came from, but she had a lot to do. It. We ran to the thrift store and went and got a bunch of stuffed animals and haven't looked back. <laughs> I
0: love that. I love that your mom was involved. I mean, yeah, you sent over an image of your very first stash jar. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's it's like the alien head and the jar is like sitting on top of it. You're, I mean, you can yeah. expose, whereas now they're kind of hidden. Um, which I kind of think is interesting. And I should mention here too is because one of the things that I, that one of the reasons why I was really interested in having you, you know, come on the show and you kind of, when you first reached out to me, you mentioned that you had just passed 100,000 followers on TikTok. And we're going to talk about TikTok, but you've also got, as of this recording, 465 sales on Pierce's uh, pieces at Etsy. So that's been really great. You have 915 People have favorited your store, so that's going really well. Especially as as a as a newer, younger artist. So you're kind of are you doing this now full time? I mean, you said you were working at Michael's, but you're working at this full time at this point.
1: Yeah, since about July, I had some issues with COVID, like everybody else with um, my job. The springtime, and you know, I just it got to a point where I just buckled down and was like, all right, well, I can either look for a new job or I can really put in the effort here. Cause I was getting some commissions and things were doing well. I started TikTok last April, but then it was around like July time that I really d- just dedicated. I was putting out like three videos a day and really just pushing it and I- doing giveaways was really big as well. And I I've been doing it just this, it's been a struggle. I mean, I'm still like mm-hmm. some months I'm barely getting by Christmas really, really was amazing that I was blown away about how many sales I was making. So it's, it's been it's been up and down, like, but it's better than having to do another job.
0: We've had a couple of times on the show, a good friend of ours, Michael Mahaffey, who is a local Savannah-based artist as well. But he and he does some shows here and there, but he has also kind of built a business through Etsy and like does his own thing as well. Um, so he's very active on social media as well, and it's a nice alternative path to sort of succeeding as an artist and of course you have to every now and then he describes how you have to refigure they change the algorithm on Etsy and you have to kind of figure out how to get people to see your stuff again um Mm -hmm. that's really interesting so but I want to talk about TikTok and and before you went on the show we kind of talked a little bit about like Gretchen and I we don't know TikTok we're Older than you, and, um, and we're, so so- we're so
1: old. We're just so old. It's crazy because people call me old on TikTok. Like I'm 24, and I'm one of the <laughs> older ones in a lot of situations. It's really silly. Oh, that's Get so off so my feed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I mean, kind of describe like how do you use how does TikTok work as far as like being an artist and creating your brand, your business, and doing all of that on TikTok. Like, how does that work as a resource for an artist to create some level of success? Because I know that it's been a big part of your success as an artist.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's the main reason I'm able to do this now is 100% I uh, contribute it to TikTok. Basically, it's what I really think is the, the big seller for TikTok is that it has more organic reach than any other social media platform right now because it's so new still it's starting to get a little bit harder the algorithm is starting to like make it so that only the you know only only the really high viewed videos are being pushed but the beauty of it is that you'll go on your feed and you'll see a lot of videos that are put out that don't have a lot of views and that are by smaller creators and the algorithm works on how long people are watching the videos for so if you're a new creator and you put out a video and the first five people who watch it, watch it through the whole thing, it's going to get pushed on to the next Mm. group of audience. And then it keeps going like that until people stop interacting with it or the ratio of interacting to not interacting goes away. So it gives the ability for people to get their stuff shown and get it pushed without necessarily having the the audience to begin with. And just by putting out a lot of videos, like I had a friend who went to my high school who saw me, um, having success in July. And she isn't a painter, but she started making TikToks and she does a lot more of the like social aspect, like mm. new trends and you follow, like you do things with music. Sometimes she does dancing videos and stuff, which I, I don't, I cannot dance at all or do any <laughs> of that. But, um, and she has like a new painter. Um, she's, also, we, we were like going back and forth for a while. Like she hit a hundred thousand, like right when I did too. And she's been able to also quit her job. And she doesn't even like she she's a great artist, but she it's just been through being social and like commenting and really participating on the app. And it's it's changed her life. She just makes art. She paints paints for a living now. And it's just I'm just blown away by the opportunity that this site gives to smaller artists that Instagram just doesn't like, you can tag a bunch of stuff on your thing. You might still only get like four or new people to see it, you know? So it's awesome. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. That's really interesting. And I, you have shared, you know, you do keep active on Instagram as well. And I mentioned that it's a great place actually to see your, yeah. And uh, I did see one of your TikTok videos on there, which was really fun with the <laughs> uh, changing of the clothes and all of that stuff here. And i oh, see yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm aware of the, um, of the uh, instagram yeah or the the tiktok videos and everything but that's really interesting and and so like ultimately you know you say that you know your friend is also in yourself you're kind of just working full-time as artists but like how did, exactly does that translate does it does it draw people to your website does it draw people to your etsy site does it get people contacting you directly for commissions like exactly kind of how does that you know there's one thing for people to see it, but there's another thing to people for people to engage with it and give you money for what you're doing. So yeah. how does that kind of translate in that way?
1: Well, the, the big thing in the beginning was mostly commissions. So people, I would tell people to message me either on Etsy or Instagram. And then so they would message me on there and we would start working out a commission. And that's what I did a lot towards the end of the summer. Um, and then after that started moving a bit that got a little overwhelming because i had like six people who i was trying to contact with and then so i started making a stock of the mm-hmm. the babies and then for christmas that's kind of what i just kept doing is just up like posting a bunch onto etsy and then doing it from there but um yeah mostly it's been people i tell people to like message me tiktok has a weird messaging system and it's kind of difficult to access so i've been doing it mostly through instagram and a little bit through etsy as well
0: Nice. And I want to mention to our listening audience, if you're listening to the radio show and you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Georgia Pierce and she creates stash babies, alien stash jars, the thickest aliens, this side of the galaxy, which I love that tagline. (laughs) I literally (laughs) laughed out loud when I read that uh, for the first time. And, um, and I, and I think that that's great. So I wanted to mention here too, is that I, I, I love that beyond just making, you know, beautiful art and, and something that's a lot of fun. And I can see why people would love these. I mean, they're, they're, there's a lot of variety. They're a lot of fun to look at. They're interesting. That you're also doing some something that's also good for the community and you're creating what you're calling Buddies for Buddies. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that this is something that um, I found fascinating when researching you.
1: Yeah, I would love to. It's actually something that came out of, like, I... I had no intention to really start this program at all. And it just, I was amazed at the comments I was receiving on one of my giveaway. It was actually, I think the first or second giveaway that I did on my TikTok. And I had asked people um, to comment what they would put in the jar as like, and I would pick my favorite comment as the winner. And I had so many people who were commenting, I would put money in here because my family is abusive and they always steal all of my money. It was, it was really sad. It was like, mm-hmm. all these, like I'm in an abusive relationship or I have this situation. And then I had people, um, I was, I had responded to that. There were a few comments that like really stuck out to me. So I did a direct video response to those people. And I was like, I'm going to send you one, like, you know. This that's crazy. I'm so sorry, and like so, I talked to those two people, and in making those video responses, I had more people start to message me on Instagram, and it was just like a really really sad amount of you know young like people as young as like 12 and 13 to like you know 17 year olds brought to out of the house who are just like, look, I'm trying to save up money, but I keep my brother keeps stealing it, like or you know, some people it's like their Adderall, like their, their medicine, like their, their family's taking their, their medicine for their ADD. And it's just, um, yeah, so that was kind of the, the big drive to start. And I do have um, somebody who I've worked with before who commissioned a piece from me. She's also just been awesome. I've been having a conversation with her for a while and she wants to help. So she's been a li- like, we're just started doing a little bit more on gathering the list of individuals and speaking to them. And I have an email. Um, it's buddies.outreach at gmail.com so like buddies period outreach so and that's also on my Etsy like underneath I have a donation link directly on my Etsy so people can Mm -hmm. go on and donate either a dollar or they can pay for the creation of one or for like just the shipping or the whole the whole thing I think it's like 30 dollars is like the most that I have as like a donation and I've been able to send out a few so far and I have a list of people to do as well. Someone donated $60 last month, which was absolutely crazy. And
0: that's awesome.
1: Amazing to just, and it's, it's a little bit worrisome because it's like, well, I don't know. I've had people be like, well, some people are just going to take advantage of you and they're just going to ask for free stuff. And it's, I, you can really tell, like, I've had a few messages who are like, Hey, I, I just really want one of these. Like, can I have one? And there's like a real difference between, That and the people who are like, I'm in this situation and I haven't had. There's a few people who it's just, I've just talked to them and like it's just opened the dialogue about them. So people telling me like crazy stories about things that they've been through in their life and and even not even asking for one, just being like, look, I've been through this and I just need somebody to talk to. And you know, and that's, it's been really cool. It's a little overwhelming and I do get a lot of messages and have to like spend a lot of time in my DMs, but. It's, it's worth it. And if it can turn into something, which I'm hoping it's like still in the very early stages right now, but I'm hoping we can turn it into something awesome and get a lot of help to these people. And yeah. Did Go you ahead, ever guys.
0: feel that, you know, when you were making these, I'm sure you were originally making them for very different reasons, but do you feel, I mean, how does
1: it make you feel knowing that you're actually taking this idea and it's, it's enriching people's lives and maybe giving them a way to get out of their situations? the first few comments, like I said, like I had never anticipated this at all. And the first few comments that I read, it really just was like, wow, like this is, this is something there. I hadn't expected it at all, but it was, it just, it really like gave me that inspiration, like real drive to start, you know, really turning this into something other than just my art, which I've always wanted to be able to give back and, and do something like with upcycling, you know, it's to try to keep stuff out of the garbage but this is a way to actually like you know I I think a lot of teenagers and one of the real main problems is just not having anybody not feeling like they have anybody to talk to or anybody who's there for them and that's why like the buddies for buddies kind of thing it's like uh my friend pointed out that it's not just a place for them to store you know their money or possessions it's like something that they can literally hold on to and have and that someone else and other people like the people who are donating and myself like are giving them this like token of love too which a lot of them are lacking in their life so sorry i'm like getting a little wow emotional. <laughs> no, no so I'm, I'm getting emotional too yeah, i'm like know, don't cry I'm like,
0: <laughs> oh my god i mean that I is know. so wonderful because yeah it is it is interesting because like you know you're making these like fun alien creatures stuffed animals and they seem like you know you never really think about that but that's like such a powerful response and i'm and i mean i i, I love the way that you're that you're responding to it. And like you said, you know, maybe some people try to take advantage of it, but you can't even think like that, you know, just keep an open heart and, and yeah, Yeah,
1: exactly. It's just, you know, even if they do, it's like, they, they reached out for a reason they saw this and they felt compelled to do it for a reason. And and they probably need that like love and just somebody to reach out to them and be like, Hey, here, you know, I I I mean, it's amazing how something seemingly so small, it's a stuffed animal but it it's so much bigger than what it is on the surface and it's really interesting how uh, a a small gesture can change someone's life yeah so absolutely yeah. yeah i know that most of them are girls that i've i've spoken to so far and it it's just i i can just see that they're not they don't have anybody to go to and like in their actual family there's you know people who are going through their parents getting divorced or who just you know feel really self-conscious and bad about themselves and like insecure and i don't know it's just it's it's been an overwhelming amount and variety of people who I've, i've spoken to and um i'm really excited to be able to get these two people and just to clarify i don't know that if we mentioned before but the Stash babies that I make with the custom faces, those are those are the stash babies. And then these that I'm talking about are called stash buddies. And that's just the stuffed animal with the jar inside of it. So it's not, it doesn't have the custom face, but it's still like it just looks like a regular stuffed animal with you can't even see like for the most part where the jars are. And that's a big aspect of it is that you know it's completely hidden so that the parents or whoever it is that they're trying to hide these things from can't access. (laughs) yeah i I noticed the costs on your regular stash buddies are incredibly low versus yeah totally reasonable right yeah Yeah. i really something that's within range yeah i think i tried i price them a little bit high at first and then i i tried to really come back and be like well, what would i spend on a new stuffed animal and and what's the most fair and they really are like they're from the thrift store and it's a mason jar and my mom helps me so much like i mentioned but she's she's really taking i actually call her my um chief executive booty jar insertion specialist (laughs) it's just it keeps evolving like I keep adding like new labels to her and stuff because she's like she has this whole workstation back home right now where she's just she'll go almost every week it's a little overwhelming it's part of what started doing the giveaways is that it's like so many stuffed animals now but it's she's just so on it and helps me so much and um just has dedicated herself to this this whole program and everything so so what's
0: your what's your mom's name i want to give her a little shout out
1: dina dina weaver
0: so let's take a dramatic turn to something a lot less serious pickles yes (laughs) (laughs) so tell me about the pickles
1: (laughs) so oh gosh my hometown is called dillsburg pennsylvania and um in the 90s they just as a way to bring people in the town started dropping a pickle on new year's because it was like dills you know dillsburg we don't make pickles we our town doesn't have anything <laughs> to do pickles at all except they just started dropping this pickle on new year's and they also <laughs> do a pickle fest in the spring where it's just like a whole event and my my mom ran these events for you know, a good portion of my childhood, like she completely like spearheaded the pickle drop, and I would be there like you know, after. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, I didn't even realize. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's going in the article.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd be there at like one in the morning after the event was over, like picking up trash cans. It's just always been such a huge part of my. life I've always drawn since I'm the artist. I've always drawn pickles like on so many t-shirts and designs. And so they've just always been a huge part of my artistic experience, I guess. And um, I made pickle earrings a while ago for one of the events and it just kind of grew into these like alien pickles, which I do the same like technique that I do with the eyes of my stash babies, just on like a little pickle. It's it's another way to have, I like to go to like art fairs and festivals and things like that. So having products that are you know, less expensive that are like, you can just like $5 or so. Like that's, that's another been like another huge thing that I've wanted to always have something that's accessible at every price range in my, on my shop and in my selling practice. So that's kind of why I've, and I just love making that I've continued the whole pickle things. So. That's
0: so awesome. I love it. I love it so much. Well, look, I want to wrap up this interview here, Georgia. But before we do that, I I want to ask again, you know, if people wanna follow you on TikTok, wanna see your stuff on Instagram, wanna, you know, maybe look at your works on Etsy, where give us all of the information. How can people find you? How can people get a hold of you?
1: I would definitely say the biggest, um, the best place to go to see just all of my stuff would be Instagram, which is at Pierces Pieces. Etsy has everything that I have for sale. I'll be uploading some new stash, baby, soon. I don't have very many right now, but you can always message me directly on Etsy or on Instagram if you would like a commission or if you just want to see what's on there. And then, um, my TikTok is Galactic Goo, which is different from the other platforms. But I kind of wanted to like re—I don't know—rebrand myself on TikTok when I started. So um, that's Galactic Goo, and the link to that is also on my Instagram. So. Um, awesome and then the buddies outreach is buddies.outreach at gmail.com that's where if you know someone you are in need or I guess if you want to donate you could donate directly through Etsy or if you just want to say hey you could um, or be involved in that program it's a big aspect of that I don't think we mentioned is the LGBTQ community has Mm -hmm. been a huge part of that program and I want to mention that because that's a lot of people I've talked to have, you know, it's for their binders, it's for their flags or for their supplies that they keep getting taken from them or that they just can't show to their family, you know? Yeah. So if, if you know anybody who's in that kind of a situation or you just want to help out with that, you can email the outreach or just any, any um, Instagram or TikTok, you can reach out to me either one of those places or Etsy. (laughs)
0: That's awesome. Well, we really appreciate this is such a fun. It's fun. It's positive. It's making a a positive impact on the community. So we really appreciate you talking with us today. Uh, Georgia Pierce Weaver, we appreciate it. And and best of luck to you going forward.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. It was great talking to you guys.
0: That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at wruu.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU Station Archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week where we'll have another batch of art on the air.